And my biggest thing now, my biggest campaign is like, I gotta, I have to show these kids that they can do it too. Yeah. It's real though, it's real. And I, I really mean this for my fans, man. Should I mention the fact that transition was the track? No incision to my visions just to get me where I'm at. That mean I didn't compromise. I stayed me for you. I stayed me for you. You know what I'm saying? Cause I want kids to know, it don't matter. You can do whatever it is you want to do, man. You want to make beats, just work at it. You want to rap, just work at it. You want to play keys, just work at it. You want to sing, work at it. You know what I'm saying? I'm supposed to act like I'm super cool, but I'm happy, man. I'm happy. I'm doing this for all the kids that didn't think that it could happen, but it could happen. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Sid Davis, the one and only host of the Social Introvert Podcast, episode 75. You can find the show on bynkradio.net forward slash podcast, as well as SoundCloud, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play. Um, It is super early in the morning. It is currently 4.52 a.m. November 1st. I'm just getting home. Um, I'm a little tired. I'm ready to lay down and just go to sleep. Um, thank God that I'm off of work. <laughs> but anyway, um, I, I had to sit down and get this episode to you guys, man. Today, um, I want to talk about Pharrell Williams of Neptunes of NERD nerd. Um, and you know how I first got hip to him and exposed and I mean what he what he means to me man as you know as a musical influence um it was uh, about 2001 and I had just turned actually no I was 11 I was getting ready to turn 12 and uh I had no clue what the hell was going on I'm watching uh TRL at the time I'm watching MTV uh, I do not miss those days because TRL was kind of whack. And I think they were getting ready to premiere this video. This is like for the first time ever because the original version of um, the original version of Rockstar sounds completely different. Uh, the re-release is kind of like the rock fusion sound infused. And that was re-released in 2002. But in 01... Um, I had already heard the song and I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. And they were gearing up to do the video and, you know, it was like this big premiere with, with TRL and Pharrell and NERD. And all of a sudden the song comes on and it just, it like, it's, it hits you in the face and I'm like, holy shit. I'm like, what is this? Um, same, same kind of synth with the instrumentation and rock star, but it had that electric guitar effect in there and I'm like oh what is what's going on here what is this and um, 
is just Pharrell and his boys, man. You know, Chad Hugo and <laughs> a bunch of niggas skateboarding. And I've never seen anything like that before. Like, and you know, you it was, it was multicultural, you know, throughout the video. But it was just I've never seen that many black skateboarders and them just in a gymnasium. Everything was just fucking cool about the Rockstar video. And I'm like, dude, I got to watch this again. At the time, I believe. Yeah, Rhapsody, the basement was still. Yeah, Rhapsody, the basement with Big Tigger was still around. They would never play the song. Actually, they wouldn't play anything. Um, Pharrell or Nerd, unless it had anything to do with Busta Rhymes joints like. You, you know, like, Light Your Ass on Fire off the Neptunes album, that single, and then the, I think the Bounce Bounce track with Noriega and shit like that, but whatever. Um, I was like, bro, I got to see that video again. At this time, there is no YouTube, you know, of course. Damn, that's crazy to say. Because you, wait, YouTube launched in 05, but whatever. Um, I was taken aback by that video I've never seen so many people of different cultures skateboard because you know it's of course it's Americanized so you see nothing but white people um, in the sport of, of skateboarding so it's I was like damn and that's when I got super obsessed with skateboarding I I did it myself um, I still got the scars on my legs unfortunately I want them shits to go away uh, cocoa butter is not helping. I need like, I don't know what I need, <laughs> but anyway, um, so the album comes out, the, the re-release comes out and I was pissed because if you have the original version, there's skits on there, like little interludes at the end of the song on the re-release. None of that is on there. And people were fucking angry. We're like, bro, no, we want. <laughs> he said, you can give us the updated version of this album, but give us the skits included. And they would not do it. Um, actually, as of, um, I want to say 2016, 2015, 2016, they re-released it on vinyl. Um, it's, it's the re-released version of In Search Of with the skits on it. So it was like, all right, that's cool, but, you know, of course, nobody's really fucking with CDs anymore, but I went out of my way and I bought the vinyl. I'm like, bro, I want that too. But anyway, um, In Search Of comes out, uh, Run To The Sun, Tape You, uh, Lap Dance. Uh, I used to play the shit out of Lap Dance, bro. Oh. <laughs> uh, Truth Or Dare, that was one of my favorite joints. I think truth or dare is with i think that's with Pusha t and Khalees, if i'm not mistaken that's one of my favorite joints back then but anyway um one of my favorite songs off of in search of might be bobby james i don't know why because anytime i still listen to the album till this day it, i have that shit on repeat but anytime i i, I want to play the album I don't listen to it all the way through. I've heard it so many damn times. 
um, I go straight to Bobby James and I'll put it on repeat. Now, when you ask people what their favorite nerd album is, um, of course, everybody's going to say, oh, In Search Of is my favorite nerd album. Uh, you know, Seeing Sounds, Flyer, Flyer Die, and then Nothing. And then, you know, as of recent, we got um, the No One Ever Really Dies album, like the latest album from the, you know, the trio. I like In Search Of, but if you were to ask me what my favorite project out of their discography, I might have to say, I might have to say Fly or Die. And now Fly or Die isn't like the number one go-to for people. It, <laughs> some of y'all might be look like just sitting there like Fly or Die is your favorite nerd album. That's my favorite. Now, if you were to ask somebody what's nerd's best project, um, people might say seeing sounds. I would say seeing sounds. Now, this brand new album, the latest album from nerd, no one ever really dies. It's okay. I'm, uh, it's, it's all right. Like the lead single, Lemon featuring Yana, it's okay. I'm not really impressed with it. I just, their latest album, I I didn't get that nerd feel like I got on previous albums. Like, um, matter of fact, I take that back. The only song I say I got like a nerd feeling was uh, "Deep Down Body Thirst." That's probably it. I didn't really, I I just I won't feel in the fucking album. I thought it wasn't that great. Uh, the single with Rihanna to me was not that great. Now it was cool with her rapping, but other than that, it's all right. That's just some shit that I, I bypassed. Um, I listened to the album maybe once or twice and I was like, this is, this isn't as great as the previous four. But anyway, um, now Pharrell, we just going to focus on Pharrell, um, it's so crazy to me to think this is the same guy. Like, I swear he does not age. <laughs> and I say that because he got to start in 1992 and he had some like he was assisting production on Rump Shaker by Rex and Effect. And it blows my fucking mind till this day. You can go back and listen to Rump Shaker by Rex and Effect and you can hear it. And I'm like, oh, shit. Okay, I can see where Pharrell had his hand in that beat. So I always think that is it's just fucking amazing. Every time I, I hear about it or I read it or I just run into that fun fact on the Internet. Um, another fun fact to me. I didn't realize this until like probably 10, maybe 11 years ago that he was behind the production on Noriega's Super Thug. And I think, I think he had some credibility somewhere with uh, grocery knives. It's a couple of them joints with Noriega he did, but I really did not know that he did Super Thug. And when you go back and listen to Super Thug featuring Khalees, you're like, oh, okay, I see the connection there. Because, like I said before, 
Khalees was on in search of. So it makes sense. Now, prior to Pharrell releasing his his debut album, his solo debut effort, um, a year prior to that, I want to say 06. And it blows my mind because you can bring this fact up and some people might dismiss it or they'll look at you and say, Pharrell has a mixtape <laughs> and you have to look and you're like, yeah, for Pharrell got a tape hosted by DJ drama. And like, bro, I never heard of it before. And these are a lot of people that are like nerd stands, um, just huge Pharrell stands. They don't know that he dropped a mixtape prior to his solo debut album. And sometimes I have to like send them the link and I'm like, yo, let me, yeah, check this out. I remember making a quote, um, or not a quote, we're posting a status to Facebook. I think maybe a year or two after, um, I actually had, I, st- I think I still had the iPod shuffle. Um, and I had the mixtape on there and I was like, bruh, I will never erase this shit off my playlist. Till this day, from the iPod shuffle to the iTouch to MP3 players that I've had, Zooms, whatever, of uh, smartphones, that is one of the first mixtapes that I will upload to my phone or whatever. That is the very first thing I will first thing that I upload to my phone. I'll never delete that shit off my phone. It will never not be in my playlist. But <laughs> um, but the tape is called um, In My Mind, the prequel. And it's basically you can look it up on datpiff.com. I believe it's on live mixtapes, DJ Booth. Uh, you can find it everywhere. But the mixtape cover is basically In My Mind with the, the cartoon Pharrell figure. And beside him is DJ Drama in cartoon form. Uh, This is a dope ass mixtape. I fucking enjoy it. Like I said, you will never you can go on my playlist on my phone uh, and look up my music and it'll be in there. I listen to this tape till this day, man. It came out 12, almost 13 years ago, and I still bump this shit like it dropped yesterday. Like I I love this mixtape It's one of my top three favorite mixtapes of all time. There's one track on there uh, that I just love so much. And it it threw me by surprise when it first came out. Pharrell's rapping on Young Jeezy's Trap or Die. And uh, I think it's yeah, it's called Music for the Gangsters featuring Young Dro and T.I. Definitely real. The yellows is real. The whites is clean. You know what I'm saying? The blues is monster. I mean, it's the Laffy Taffy chain. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? When I rocked it, I started laughing. <laughs> But in the meantime, we have some other shit to handle. The affiliates, nigga, pay attention. Pay attention. Skateboard P been paying a lot of dues. And I don't know if y'all niggas been paying attention. Well, if not, this is what I'm gonna do for it. DJ Drama. AMG. It's that music for the gangster gangster. Star Trek. Yeah. 
over trap or die. From Virginia, over trap or yeah. die. Skateboard. Over trap or die. Most realists, low dealers, who by the way are most spillers, surrounded by gorillas. Yeah, the skateboard. Over trap or die. From Virginia, aka Hustlers Paradise. But don't get it twisted, they be kidnapping guys. Caught you slipping, your fault. The unmastered eye. The only mathematic is drug trapper ick. Get it, cook it, cut it. Nigga, then wrap it quick. Get yourself a white one, get your man a match of six. The whiteys call him hip hop, but they can't rap a lick. Niggas trying to case him, the feds is trying to chase him. But they got it all designed like the mind of a mason. Fresh ice creams, I know you ain't planned to fall. Turn that white tea, red like Santa Claus. It's almost sacrilegious the way they practice business. We call it package risen, the way that drug wakes up the dead. Just for sports cars, it's lipstick red on chrome deep dishes. The face of the rim is red like sweetest fishes. Put the car and the rims together and get the sweetest kisses. Clear your head for a second. Leave the weed restricted. I know you think I'm rapping fly, but I know niggas that rapping fly. Why I rapping fly jets? Bangin' that trap or die. Yeah. I'm a great rapper. Shout the yeah, my nigga Young Troll, Young Troll, Check this, Young Troll, Ayy, I can turn time a day back Gangsta, gangsta, I can whip open brain made back Play that, I am a Yugoslavia killer German bricks, I am a Yugoslavia killer Blue green Chevy, Navy SEAL, Marine ready Don't same color spaghetti, you know Off-white noodle yang, flies first, super great 45 caliber to your chest Super pray, fruit whips, deuce tray, about to blow my roof away. Japanese torpedo, about to blow your coop away. I hustle away. So yeah, that's uh music for the gangsters. And um, you know, it still throws me off because Pharrell at one point was really rapping. Like he was just going off. And after that, he drops the debut album. He's rapping on that too as well. And he goes on this like seven and a half maybe eight year hiatus and drops girl and he's doing none of that which that don't really take away what i think about pharrell it was just like damn he's he's not rapping no more man like that sucks but yeah if you've never heard of that mixtape uh you could check it out on that piff live mixtapes dj booth mixtape monkey spinrilla it, it's everywhere man it's gonna pop up but yeah um so his second album, Girl, I really like a lot. One of my favorite songs off of that album is uh, Gust of Wind featuring Daft Punk. And I'm actually I'm actually happy that those two, or I should say those three, I'm sorry, because Daft Punk's a duo, those three got together and made music like um, Get Lucky, Lose Yourself to Dance, and of course, Gust of Wind. But that's one of my favorite songs off of Girl. Um, I really like Know Who You Are featuring Alicia Keys, It Girl. What else? Let me see. Lost Queen. Um, what's the other song? The song with just I think it's brand new featuring Justin Timberlake. Um, it's it's a well-rounded, solid release. Um, I don't like it as much as the debut album in my mind. Cause in my mind he was just really going in. You know, you had songs on on the first album like All in a Late Night, number one featuring Kanye West, You Can Do It Too. But yeah, back to back to Girl. 
Marilyn Monroe was a good joint on there. All around, like I said, it was a solid release. I just wish Pharrell was rapping and I understand what he is doing now. He's trying to have like this clean cut image. It's so it's cool, but at the same time, I'm like, damn, I wish he could go back. Pharrell was Pharrell was a little rowdy back then when he first came out, you know. Well, not first came out when he started, you know, gaining a little more success and more limelight on TV. You know, he was just talking reckless. But um, all around, man, I, th I thought it was a good album. I wish he wasn't taking long breaks in between solo albums. But I will say, because I, I sat down and thought about it the other day, me and my homeboy were having this discussion about uh, Pharrell's discography. And he was like, yeah, man, it's just them two, bro. Like, what are you talking about discography? I'm like, well, no, if you think about it, he has more. He said, what are you talking about? <laughs> he said, don't be counting the nerd albums. I said, I'm not counting the nerd albums. And he said, what other albums are you talking about? And I said, well. Despicable Me, one, two, and three soundtracks, and then the Hidden Figure soundtracks. And he looked like he was about to just punch me dead in my damn face. He was like, bruh, those don't count. <laughs> and I was like, what? They're not bad soundtracks. He was like, you actually listen to Despicable Me, one, two, and three? I said, yeah. And they're very decent soundtracks. Like Pharrell did all the songs, um, even on Hidden Figures, he did all the songs. They're decent soundtracks. So if you think about it, um, in conclusion, Pharrell does have multiple albums besides In My Mind and, and Girl. But, you know, people disregard those with the quickness. <laughs> but anyway, um, real quick, there's a song on uh, on In My Mind that I really like a lot. that stood out to me and it's called Take It Off. Now, it's not the album version. It's the unreleased version that was produced by Questlove that never made it. To me, I think that one is a lot better. That one is a hell of a lot better than the album version. Uh, check it out.
So yeah, that's the Unreligion of Take It Off, produced by Quest Love. I don't know why that didn't make the album, but a lot of people disagree with me. They prefer the album version. I I think it's alright. I I don't know. Not one of my favorites on the album, but this version right here should have made it. But yeah, um, I also want to say when it comes to Pharrell uh, speaking out, you know, on topics, you know, with politics and everything, people do like to hear what he has to say. Um, They're satisfied with his answers and his stance on everything. But I feel like. I feel like people aren't really paying attention to Pharrell. I don't think it's really going to hit people until after he passes. And like I said, this this nigga does not age. So I think he's like fucking 9000 years old and he looks like he's not even 30. But anyway, (laughs) anyway, I feel like after he's gone, people are really going to pay attention to what he was saying and be like oh shit like he was really inspirational um man he really had a lot of shit to say and as of recent like uh episode 74 when i talked about the cease and desist letter he sent to trump about not playing his song happy at the the rally for the synagogue massacre i it's stuff like that like he does it like to be petty but at the same time it's just like his stance is just firm he's like dude i'm on this side and this side only it's never it's never a switch up with him at all and that's what i love about pharrell um another thing about pharrell is is he i like the way he talks about how much he loves music is his passion for music um he always breaks down how people can see music in different colors. I'm not going to get into that. That's for people who are really music savvy that are only going to understand what I'm saying about seeing music as like colors, Um, how people visualize the music, hear the music, um, how they're hands on with the production on the production boards. There's so many videos on YouTube that you can check out with Pharrell and you're like, holy shit, like, (laughs) this dude is like he's really something but you wouldn't know that because I think he's he's not private but at the same time he's like really mysterious you're not going to really know about any of this unless you looked up on Pharrell and just watched him throughout his career but I, I appreciate Pharrell for all these years saying hey man y'all can do it too if i did it like him and i from the same place from well he's from virginia beach and then i'm from norfolk but i grew up in between virginia beach and norfolk so i'm familiar with the place and it's not the prettiest place in the world and i just like how he continues to preach the fact like if he did it anybody can because a lot of people think when they think of Virginia, they kind of think of like they'll, they'll think of West Virginia first. It's nothing like that at all. Vir- Virginia is or that certain area of Virginia is really rough. And it's also it goes to show not everybody that grew up in the hood and comes from that area is like 
super rough and tough and just hardcore. There's a lot of nerd motherfuckers that grew up in the hood that just, you know, they grew up around that environment. They're familiar with that environment. Some of their friends are really like the hood niggas and the dope boys, but they're trying their hardest to go in a different direction at the same time. You might also have those type of friends, the dope boys and the hood niggas that that will actually encourage the nerdy motherfucker to like stay in school and do what you got to do. He said, this life ain't for you. I've had friends like that, too. And I appreciate those friends like for telling me that, like, bro, take your ass home. This ain't for you. But anyway, anytime I, I hear Pharrell sit down in an interview and talk about you know, his life, his upbringing is, is so damn similar to mine in a sense. Like he's one of my like top role models that I look up to and that I want to be like, is like one of my favorite interviews with him is, uh, the Tim Westwood interview. I, the way he was just talking, man, like he was just inspiring the shit out of people during that interview. And, um, you can look it up on YouTube just type in Pharrell um, words of wisdom. That's it. And that interview, or you could probably type in the Tim Westwood interview and that'll come up. It was one thing that he said a long time ago and it messed me up so bad. I was just like, I was so scared. Um, it, it, It was alluding to you going out, achieving what you want. And you thinking that the people that you grew up with, like your friends, like you've known them for five, maybe 10 plus years. And the moment that you started, you know, going after what for what you want, uh, (laughs) things ain't looking so pretty. They they start to drift. They you know, they kind of looking at you sideways, basically in a nutshell. Uh, The people that you thought that were your friends aren't really your friends, no matter how long you've been friends. And I just like, wow. And I'm like, well, no, that's not that's not going to happen to me ever. That's not true. And slowly but surely, at the mere age of twenty nine. I start to see it more. And it's the saddest shit in the world, but not quite because. It seems as, you know, the stuff that you get into, your interests, your hobbies, you want to take it serious and you're trying to strive for something better in whatever field that you're going in for. It seems to be the same people that are in that field are the ones that end up becoming your friends. And it's not a bad thing at all. Um, I actually appreciate those people more because, you know, you have the same interest. And yeah, it sucks that. You know, your friends that the ones that you grew up with don't really get to go on the same path that you go on. But um, I I don't know. It took me a while to figure that out. But to hear Pharrell uh, break that down, it kind of let me know in advance that it was going to take place. I just don't know when it was going to pop off. But yeah, um, all around, like I said, he is one of my favorite people to really just invest into like what interview he has, what new music he's about to drop. 
what inspirational message that he has to throw out there for the people is he's so dope but i mean when is he gonna drop a third fucking album <laughs> that's what i'm waiting on man um i know him and nerd are on tour right now uh i just wish i just wish he just dropped some new music man drop an ep but anyway uh that wraps up this episode for me uh thank you for listening episode 75 of the social introvert podcast shout out to random tandem podcast uh brunch with besties saturdays with chicken duck ignorant philosophy shout out to conversation con artist shout out to the white shirt society shout out to no role models uh who else who else who else Man, it'd be a lot of y'all talking out podcasts, whatever. <laughs> and I can't forget about the BYNK family. Gummin' Name Podcast with Shogun and Cole Jackson. Carefree Black Nerd with Rain Coleman. And last but not least, our blog content creators for the BYNK Radio website, Jasmine Blue and Hakeem Skipwith with Tale of the Tape. If you want to follow me on social media, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at iSidDavis, I-S-I-D-D-A-V-I-S. I also have an Instagram page for the podcast itself. That's at the Social Introvert Podcast. And finally, sing your thoughts, man. Uh, if you have any questions, could be about anything, need advice, you can send those emails right on over to the Social Introvert Podcast at gmail.com and until next week guys peace Ma, I got a big white spaceship with green windows and it's gonna get me high tonight I got a big white spaceship with green windows and it's gonna get me high tonight yeah. a big white spaceship with green windows and it's gonna get us high That Neptune nigga from space though It's N-E-R-D, that's my place, yo Yo, changing the world, that's my chase, yo First changing your mind, that's my case, yo Still a nigga like me about my payroll But it's what you do to get the peso See, some of y'all do dirt and lay low See, you either got horns or a halo With a fresh pair of wings Gotta determine the side you gon' lean But it's hard to stay awake when you realize you dream, huh? See, it ain't what you think, ma. I ain't pushing rounds, pushing paper and ink, ma. I'm just trying to deliver my thesis. Life is a puzzle that we're doing as pieces. Or maybe we're the paper and the alien reads us. Or maybe I should stop drinking sex on beach. I got a big white spaceship with green windows, and it's gonna get me high tonight. A big white spaceship with green windows, and it's gonna get us high tonight. Ma, I got a big white spaceship with green windows, and it's gonna get me high tonight. Body and spirit, I just separated that. Just love Jupiter, had fun, I made it back. And many people went, never came back. Guess shit happened when fools use the same crack. Diamond in the back, and the sun is a star. If the sun is a star, then I'm not by far. I'm a nothing in the world or something that's unseen. And my eyes tell lies, and in lies, I'm human being. And everything it wouldn't make seem. Too many folks living a dream. 
This ain't a movie scene, ain't no red carpet here, ain't no fans to scream. You don't like and be depressing and dressing your deepest fears, so you try to get away from it all and have a cold beer. You can never run from the speed of light, cause in the night sky, I'm the only thing shining bright. And this could be the night that I fall, I, I need for you to hold me. I never seen Earth so beautiful. Step back and thought to myself, I wrote a bunch of